Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Gabriel, and I'm very pleased to have Tonya Vegas, Sophie, and Andrea. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. So, um, I studied psychology. Actually, I have my BA in psychology. And... Um, I understood when I was about in fourth year that we, we study five in Venezuela. I am from Venezuela. Oh, I better start there. <laughs> I'm from Caracas, Venezuela. Um, I studied psychology for five years and around fourth year, I understood that I really didn't want to um, work as a psychologist. I am really very interested in human beings and why we are like we are and all of that. But the work of a psychologist, I felt it was not for me. And I loved to draw and to observe. And um, I loved watching like um, art books. So a friend of mine, that studied with me, she told me that there was in Venezuela, parenthesis, there we didn't have like a, an art university. So we didn't have studies um, in high level in art. So it was difficult. So um, uh, this uh, um, friend of mine told me that there was a painter that was uh, giving courses to work in art with children. So I said, okay, I'll give that a try. When I went to the place um, and met the painter, she really struck me with her energy, her way of understanding things. And she, they didn't give her the money to do the next course, which I would take. So I was so interested and so, so interested that she told me, well, you can go to my house that was in the hills near Caracas every um, Wednesday in the afternoon and I'll give you classes. So that's the way I started and it was fantastic because she was a really really great artist and she's actually very recognized in Venezuela so that's the way I started then I went to um, Hornsey College of Art in London I studied there for a year I got married I went back to Venezuela and I studied in um, the uh, Graphic Arts Center. So I studied lithography, printing, and um, I mean, um, etching, lithography, and um, serigraphy, silkscreen. Uh, and I worked in the National Gallery in the education um, department. So that's how all started. That is such a beautiful story. That's actually very moving. Yes, it, it's really, I mean, 
when I remember what um, being in touch with art, really art uh, in a house of artists, because uh, this uh, person, this artist, Mercedes Pardo, it's her name, was married to Alejandro Tero, which is another great artist. So it was, you know, the house, the, the everything you, you breathed art. So it was the life of the artist, the, um, the way they perceived, it was a way of living. It was not a career, it was a way of living. And that is what I'm most compelled to. That's that awesome. Yeah. Um, um, what does art mean to you and how would you interpret the meaning of your work? Yeah, um, for me, as I just said, art is a way of living, it's a way of being in the world. Um, since I was very, very small, since I remember, I, you know, was asking myself, why am I here? What does this mean? Why do we born and then die? And what is all this game about? You know, so of course, I still don't have the answers, but that was like the flame or the, uh, the ignition of my search. I think that for me, art has, art and spirituality are um, intermingled. You say, I, sometimes the words don't come to me in English, okay? So if you don't understand something, you ask me. Um, it's like they are weaved. The, the understanding of life, of the mystery of life, is what really drives my work. And I have um, the, like the, um, the, 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 the um, causes in Spanish, but it's like the, 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 um, what I follow is a lot through observation of nature, of our nature being part of nature. So um, since a few years ago, I started taking photographs of elements of nature and um, working them in the computer to, to the most con contrasting uh, form, I started to see there was like a matrix um, that repeated everywhere uh, in our skin, maybe in our cells that we don't see, uh, but in the, the, the water or the shadows of trees or extensions of sands. I started to photograph all these elements and um, I started then to work with that uh, sort of grid or, or matrix that I found that I 
understand it's an energetic um, matrix that depending on the element, on the substances, it, its visibility is different. So that really um, interested me and I started working on that a few years ago. Then these has, it's like, it has led me to different ways of working that and of observing and trying to, to grasp and express what I um, understand. Um, sometimes I have worked in a big scale uh, in inter interventions in architecture uh, as the commissioned works that you've maybe seen it in my um, webpage. And in those works, I, I have mostly worked in metal, uh, laser cuts in metal, perforations. And in, in my other works, well, I've worked with laser cut perforation in paper or in painting um, or in printing. It depends. It depends on what I'm focusing on. And that's interesting. Um, how did you uh, use social media or other methods outside the, the social media to reach your audience during the pandemic? Uh, I didn't actually. What I did in during the pandemic was immerse myself in 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 myself, <laughs> in my do, inner self. Do you so, think your style has changed? Oh yeah, I've been it 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 moves and changed. I am not uh, an artist that that works on something. Um, um, all the time mm -hmm. I really change my, my, my it's not my style because it's not a style it's, it's a way of observing and expressing what I'm interested in in the moment but it all forms part of that same interest if for example, in, in, um, during the pandemic, I worked only in um, watercolor on paper. And I had never worked only in watercolor. So it was really interesting be because it was like an immersion in the media also. Because I didn't have, you know, I just have a small space in my house and I had only watercolors at the beginning and papers. So I just started to work on that. And I needed like to, to use a bigger, bigger scales. So that went, that happened. And I kept on working in bigger scales, but in the same material. 
watercolor and I didn't expect to, you know, to, to, that the watercolor would give me just what I needed. I mean, it's like the media and me, we could like be in a, in a team. It was like a team with the media. It was fantastic. So, so I really didn't, sorry, the, um, what I really needed during a lot of time in the pandemic was like to shut off of all the um, happenings. I mean, all the, 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 the news and everything that was so um, distressful. Um, do you ever get creative block? If so, how you deal with it? Yeah. <laughs> That's how it. you deal with it? Because I used to make music and I used to just couldn't, didn't know what to keep writing. So I would just stop and just like take a break. Do you do the same thing? Yeah, sometimes you need to take a break. And sometimes you need to, and, and you know, to for maybe for us visual artists, but probably for you too, in another way. Uh, to be like immersed in another medium different of the of the uh, usual is very important for me it's very important the other thing is to keep like uh, I should say it could be similar to a diary something like that but in your in your medium for example, I take a little um, notebook and every day I work, it's not work, but it's like um, I do something in a page. And so that is like, you, you don't um, lose yourself from your um, focus, focus, or, or or of your from your you know from your language, from your language, from your way of, of expressing, and and that then uh, in past past those days of blockage, they give you it's like an alphabet probably, they give you. Um, the words or the tones or the uh, or the forms for you to start again. So in that sense, uh, were you working in in, in uh, like in art? Do you have like a creative process, or do you just like a what? I'm sorry. Creative process. Do you creative always follow like a like a steps to make a work, or it varies. No. It varies and. For example, if um, if I'm working in a commission work, it's a very different uh, process that if I'm working in 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 my usual visual arts <laughs> visual arts no um, b-dimensional works. Um, th there is something like an something that calls me 
it's for example um i took these photographs in um, new york last year just before the pandemic began it was springtime and i just am fascinated with a space that is created between trees and architecture and light in new york especially in that time of the year and i took lots of photographs of that in a state of fascination that that's that's something that uh, ignites the process the fascination with something so i took all these photographs and a year after i started to work on them um, and i did all this this is a new series of prints called unfolding and you know i started to work on them a year after but i had like the seed of what i wanted so sometimes it's like that in other times for example all the body of work that i did uh, during the pandemic i just started like breathing with the medium because that's what i needed in the moment i needed to you know go inside myself and try not to hear all the fuss that was you know happening in the world and and all the deaths and all the, the you know it was so much that i really needed to quiet down and be in silence with myself and see what i could how could i manage that and i started to breathe uh painting drawing and that's the way i started and then it that grows because the the, the work once you start the work talks to you and you need to it's like a relationship that you nurture and it nurtures you so would you say that the pandemic in some ways it even benefited your career and like your creativity more what i'm sorry the pandemic yes oh yeah sure sure and it was a time when you i didn't do anything else but work so that is yeah i mean normally we have so many things happening you your focus in the, is in the work but there are lots of things that you have to do also so yes so what do you professionally what is your goal in art is hmm. there a goal you want to achieve maybe yeah well it, it that's a an interesting question because um hmm there are um different uh dimensions to that uh the first thing is that i conceive art uh like poetry it's the same thing so it's a way of life so that doesn't have a goal a precise goal but to develop your vision your understanding 
your yeah your understanding of the mystery that this is um so and that doesn't have a precise time so that is very difficult to um get together with that you have to do a work that is visible that you have to live of your work so it's it's like a a, a paradox that you have to live with um and of course for example being from another country and i came to the united states around four years ago you have to um like understand another different codes uh, in moving the work in in um and everything is changing all the time also so you have to adapt to to ways of visibility and to ways of of um i would like my work to be more visible than it's right now and i would like to to do works that um for example i have this two this two um ways of of uh, working that is one is by commissions interventions in architecture and the other one exposing my work i would love my work to be exposed in good institutions and reviewed all that of course and in an, in in the other realm i would love to have here more uh, architectural interventions and for that i need to use social media i need to be in touch with curators and and designers and architects and that is that has taken me um, a lot of energy i'm not very good at that i can say but i'm trying to <laughs> to improve <laughs> um yeah. a lot of small artists before they actually embark in their journey like professionally as an artist they often hold back because they're scared of like financial like um i just forgot the word instability i guess uh-huh and just like not being creative enough was that something that you were afraid of when you first started your creative journey you, when one has also all uh, always i'm sorry sorry always all those insecurities you know how do you know this is something so personal so intimate in a way um so what i did was i did i worked in uh works related to my work but not only in my work during a lot of years i i had a a, a daughter also that i had to to raise so yes i did i worked in the national gallery i worked as a designer and i worked in theater in films yeah 
uh, and also I was very curious. So, yeah. So if there was anything you could say to your younger self before you even began the journey, what would you say? Trust yourself. Trust your, your passion. Yes, and nurture it. Mm -hmm. so I yes and sorry and do whatever you need to nurture that passion yeah well it was lovely meeting you I really enjoyed this interview and I'm sure I'm speaking for all of us when I say that uh -huh. thank you I want to thank you for joining us so much today Tonya Vegas Andrea and Sophie I really appreciate it this concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get in your podcast. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon and remember to stay curious.